Hello, everyone. Ooh, pillow talk. Hi. Oh, no, there's no pillow involved. Uh-oh. Dirty. Um, Rough. Anyway, this is Cracker Classics. Hello! Weekly podcast where Ian and I, a couple of white guys, watch Hi, an old movie and cringe. <laughs> which is Shutter. likely to happen because we're watching Grandma's Boy. <laughs> oh, wait, no. <laughs> no context. Uh, different Grandma's Boy. <laughs> that one's not old enough for us to watch yet. The one we're watching is from 1922. Mm, Harold Lloyd's Grandma's Boy. Harold Lloyd also uploaded this to YouTube approximately <laughs> 35 years after his death. No longer than that because it was up seven years, 40 some years after 40 his death. 40 years, yeah. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> He's communicating via YouTube from beyond the grave. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. So this is the original Grandma's Boy. We're assuming that because weed was legal, that's still a part of it. You're assuming. <laughs> but the video games are something else. Board games, maybe? Card games. Card games. Could Parlor be card games. games. Parlor games. Yeah. Charades. Yeah. They invent charades. That's what this is. The minister's cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're getting ourselves into. Uh, neither do I. I just hope there's a chimpanzee. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Harold Lloyd was great shtick comedy, sight gags and whatnot. There may be something involving a chimpanzee. I don't know. <laughs> Not driving, probably. No. Driving in the 20s is a thing, but... Not, for not like today. And yeah, probably not for gems. Yeah. Though there weren't any laws that said they couldn't back then, so maybe. <laughs> we let a dog play basketball because of that, so <sighs> you know. <laughs> Things we let other mammals get away with. Just because there isn't a law. Because we can. That's how we get billionaires. Wait. Um, um, <clears throat> anyway. Or that there's anything to do with billionaires in this movie. I really don't know what's in this movie, aside from grandma and a boy. And I take it the boy is not a boy, but a 20-something, approaching 30. Probably. And child, shall we say. Well, that part is probably still the same, the man-child. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But I'm intrigued at grandma. Is she an enabler? Usually. Is she unwitting? No. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yep. Okay. Even if she un doesn't understand the context, she knows exactly what she's doing. Well, it's a silent film, so we'll see if we understand the context. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that's fair. It's kind of some fun with silent movies. You can kind of run with it a little bit in your own mind. Yes. Because they leave a <laughs> lot of things open to interpretation. And then they pop up the the freaking dialogue card, and you're like, that's not what they I guess that is what they say. Yeah. But we're supposed to hear. <laughs> yeah. I can read lips. That's not what he said. We're going to get some peony and some title cards. Wait a minute. Is this guy related to Christopher Lloyd? Um, Is Christopher Lloyd a Nepo not. baby? <laughs> probably not. But we'll look it up. Lloyd is, you know, a common enough name. 
maybe, but eh. Eh, I'm not no. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on his uh, Wikipedia. It mentions three children, including Harold Lloyd Jr., and Harold Lloyd Jr. does not mention Christopher Lloyd, so probably so no not. No relation to Judge Doom. We will not be traveling in time. We have yet to determine who our favorite Martian is. Yep. We're at least narrowing down what this movie could be about before we start watching <laughs> it. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd is related to Sam Lloyd, who is his nephew. Sounds familiar. It's um, Ted on Scrubs. Oh. Yeah. Similar hair. <laughs> yep. Anyway, we should um, probably get to this. Okay. We shall be back for our intermission impressions and uh, coddling. Likely. Yeah. I'll make that prediction now. It uh... T- tends to be the case with Grandma's boys. Mm-hmm. Spoiled rotten! Yay! Ah, the days when licking the teacher was a sign of masculinity. (laughs) Different kind of licking. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there was other licking on a time. That was just what the title card said. (laughs) We can make our own licking up in our minds. Not necessarily exactly. I mean, they they do kind of outline that the rival is the dick Uh that should not be emulated. So kids, don't lick your teachers. Mm-hmm. In either way, just don't. It's a trap. You will be painted as the... Teacher licker. Yes. And uh, everyone will know you're much weaker than you uh, try to convince everyone that you are. Because that's kind of what Survival was doing with Harold. You know, the, the mob shows up, says the tramp, who we're calling the Rolling Stone, has robbed a jewelry store and we all gotta go get him. Every able-bodied man, that includes you, Harold Lloyd, Grandma's boy, weak little thing. Yep. But the more masculine rival, he's going to stay behind and court your girl. Even though there's she not enough badges to go around. Well, it was originally working out in Harold's favor, but... And then the guy saw a way to uh, get out of doing the masculine thing and go after the woman. Get into... Uh, Mildred? That's Mildred. Mildred, that's her name, thank you. I didn't <clears throat> think of her name. Yeah. Mildred is rather um, cute. Well, yeah, she's very attractive and whatnot, but that's not what I was, the word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> ignorant to what's going on around her. Uh, is she, or is she just conditioned to accept that? Oh, oh it could be that, too. I'm really thinking the mothballs. Okay, there's a yeah, shit yeah. ton of mothballs <clears throat> in that suit, including some still in the pockets. She was sniffing him, like, you smell like mothballs, what's that smell? Yeah. And then he discovers there's still a shit ton in his pocket and puts it in the candy dish. Oh, God. Yeah. And she doesn't put two and two together that the smell is now coming from the candy, you know, look, I've just fed him a mothball, I was thinking it was candy. Well, at least the rival ate two, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both drank gasoline. <laughs> Ah, uh, this is... Because a little kid came to the door asking for gasoline because we're scouring Dad's neck. I think they used to burn the hair off. That's the only Maybe thing I that's can think of. Okay. I'm like, why um, are we using gasoline to scour anything, let alone human skin? I don't, I don't think it was a good plan, but it was... I mean, 
Things well, people used to do. Just because we used to do it doesn't mean it was smart. <laughs> There's a lot of things like that. Like using mothballs. Or lead powder paint. Mm-hmm. Or putting goose grease on your shoes. Arsenic wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet in here. Well, we wouldn't know because it's black and white. That's true. That's Fair that. point. Arsenic makes that really cool shade of green. I'm sure Grandma had some oh, arsenic wallpaper. We're not yet at the time where they were doing radium clocks, glow-in-the-dark clocks. No. So, at least you can avoid that. And there's almost certainly asbestos. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> That's Grandma's bread and butter right there. Gotta be. I do love Grandma. Grandma's She's great. classic granny. I love my kids and my grandkids. This is definitely the granny that would make tea with your weed. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's tough, too. Yep. She ran that tramp off her property. It's only a broom. Even though apparently the tramp is armed. Yeah, we didn't know he had a gun until he robbed the jewelry store. Beat a guy in the face with a brick and then shot the shop owner. Like, that's um, it's a little brutal. Yeah, a little bit. Hulking fellow, though. Yep. I could see Harold being like, um, no, Granny, I don't think I can get him off the premises. <laughs> and the dude knew it, too. He was like, okay, try. Yep. <laughs> this is rather cute and fun. This is bars. very enjoyable. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing my ass off. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun sight gags. and Like getting his finger stuck in the vase. Mm -hmm. Teaching him a bunch of finger in spots that are too tight. Just yeah. don't. How do you know it's too tight unless you put your finger in there? You gotta loosen yes. it up. Yeah. You know, work it a bit. But still, amateur mistake. That don't was a just pause. Go, don't just go right in. There's no give. Don't just go right in. Just never go right in. You gotta <laughs> work it a bit. Lubrication is nice. Could have used some of that goose grease on his finger. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We just had all the barn cats. Just. <clears throat> Show up at his shoes and start licking away at the goose greens. <laughs> but he chases him off with a porcelain bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Dick Van Dyke did not originate the whole falling over the Ottoman gag. Nope. That's been around for a while. Totally Harold Lloyd, which I believe it. I could be older. True. We don't know. I mean, if it goes back this far, who knows how long it's been going on. Yeah. How long was the Ottoman Empire a thing? Like... Well, uh, many, many years, decades, many hundreds of years, <laughs> yeah. and it might even be older than that. We just weren't calling them Ottomans. True. <laughs> you know how long have Never Shrink clothing been around? I don't know where that label came from or what snake oil salesman put it on there, but obviously it, it was, was a lie. Yeah, it was wool. It was going <laughs> to shrink. Yep. Especially when you fall into a well. And then walk a well, mile uphill pushed. in the sun. Yeah. But he had to go to Grandma's house. Yeah. His grandma ain't living too far away. Nah, only a mile. It's back in, in the, the day sun, when... Uphill. Yeah. Both ways. Well, we don't know about both ways. But, yeah. I do love that the rival's been a dick since he was a baby. <laughs> I will steal your cookie. And laugh about it. <laughs> I'm going to steal your sandwich, feed the meat to my dog, and throw out the rest of your sandwich. Although, I, that 
I'm learning more about the idea behind a chip on your shoulder. Because no. they put the chip on his shoulder and yeah. fully knocked it off. It's still not sure exactly how that works, because usually when you say someone has a chip on their shoulder, they're like walking around trying to start fights. Mm-hmm. And the chip was on Harry's shoulder. And I don't think he was maybe, trying to... But, maybe well, put it on his shoulder to <clears throat> get him to start the fight. He's I don't, too meek for that. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, but there's an actual chip being put on someone's shoulder. Mm-hmm. So it makes a little more sense now. Sort of. <laughs> it raises further questions. Well, yes, but there's a little, like, it's not as confusing as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a physical origin to it. We have some not, context. There's more context now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the physical comedy in this is top-notch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some serious quality. Yeah, I'm liking this so far. No chimpanzee, but other than that, mm. doing good. The way it's going, though, I don't, I don't anticipate a chimpanzee. No, unless the rival gets turned into one somehow. Maybe Grandma's got magic powers and she can do that. She can do everything else. All That's Harold possible. has to do is ask. You can wear Grandpa's suit from the Civil War. Yep. One of a kind. Ignore the fact that the butler is wearing the exact same one. Yep. Bad you could get away with that shit back then. Yeah. Well, you can get away with shit like that now, but... I haven't seen a, a whole lot of Grandma. Not enough. Yeah. I need more Grandma. It's just... That one scene. I mean, a lot happened. Yeah. And we definitely <laughs> learned things about Harold and his relationship to Grandma. <laughs> Love that. We sure showed him. The only we here is you, Grandma. Mm, I didn't, I didn't do shit. Do shit. <laughs> but that's Grandma. Yeah. It was a team effort. Even if yep. I did everything, we did it. Well, she didn't do everything. He handed her the broom. No, no. She took the broom from him. She took the broom. He was holding the broom, wasn't he? He Yeah, while he was down on the ground after getting shoved. He distracted the tramp. I don't know. (laughs) Trying to think of some contribution he made other than getting shoved to the ground. It doesn't matter to Grandma. She will try to build his confidence by including him in the accomplishment. (laughs) Yes. So what do we think is going to happen? Oh, well, he's going to end up with the girl, obviously. I would imagine. Yeah, it's, it's got to go that way. Um, Does he end up catching the the tramp? Probably. Through some slapsticky yeah, yeah. course of events. Yeah. And, yeah. Probably. I mean, he's got a rifle now and a badge and a kiss from Mildred. That's That always ups your confidence, oh, right? Absolutely. At least in the 20s it did. <laughs> I'd take a kiss from Mildred now, like... Well, she's probably dead, but... Well, yeah. This movie is over 100 years old, so... (laughs) Probably. 101. Oh, that's over 100. She was, what, 18, 19? This was made? Ah, if that. She looks young. Yeah. (laughs) They said Harold's 19. Yeah. So, obviously she's got to be younger. Yeah. Because that's what you did in those days. So, yeah, 16... (laughs) 14. Oh. Yeah. Because she doesn't know how to flirt yet. That was... Yeah, that's true. She didn't know how to cook cat. Which is fine for an amateur. Yeah. Like Harold. Yeah. He's not going to oh. know the difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's already smitten. 
don't need to work your wiles on him. True. <laughs> I have a different, another theory that's just coming to me. Yes. Grandma does it all. She gets the tramp and stabs <laughs> him, and through some subterfuge or misunderstanding, everyone thinks it was Harold, but it was totally Grandma. So Grandma rides off into the sunset with Mildred? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is pre-Haze Code, so yes, they can do that. Well, yeah, I mean, they did the, the hand-holding. Oh, yeah, there, there was that. Was... They both thought they were holding Mildred's hand, but they were holding each other's hands. Mm. And it wasn't they, made to be like super gross, which I appreciate. No, they were it both was just really kind of like into it, and until they realized. And but even then, they didn't treat it like super gross. They were really just like, "Oh, it's not Mildred." Like it wasn't. That's true. It, it, it didn't lead to immediate violence. Yeah. Which it was more of a. You're not <laughs> the hand I was holding. Yeah, yeah. This isn't what I was thought I was. Grab it, why you? You can let go now. <laughs> well, Mildred, your hands are so calloused. <laughs> they get the vibe the rival's hands would not be calloused because he doesn't really do work. Uh, but he does a lot of violence. No, oh, that's true. A lot of pushing and shoving. Pushing, shoving, punching. Crossing his arms. Looking tough. Carrying someone else's ice cream up to mom to take the credit. Mm-hmm. Because that's hard work right there, taking credit for other people's work. No, making ice cream is hard work. We used to mm-hmm. do that shit when I was a kid. Oh, that's, yeah. That's... I remember doing that. It's fun, but hard work. It's fun, but yeah. <laughs> Every 4th of July, we would do that. Hell yeah. And then the, somehow we got an automatic one. You didn't have to crank it anymore. You just hit a button. Those are boring. It's less fun. Yeah. Like, And it doesn't come out as good. I don't... I don't remember quality-wise what the difference was. But... It's not as good. Maybe it's because you're not actually doing the hand cranking, but mm, perce- perception to it, maybe. But It's like when you churn your own butter. It just tastes better. Oh, Did God. it yourself. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. Yes, it does. Really good butter. Mm-hmm. We ate it on Johnny Cakes. Oh, nice. Good stuff. Nice. Anyway, no Johnny Cakes or butter in this movie yet. Not so. yet, but we haven't <laughs> had dinner yet. Remember, this party's going to last as late as 9.30. <gasps> Be hopping. <laughs> but first, we got to catch the bad guy. Yep. Shall we go? I think him? we should go do that. Okay. Be back for our curtain call and uh, riding off into the sunset with Grandma. Oh, yeah. Oh, Granny, you filthy liar. <laughs> yeah. Had us going, though. Well. I figured that's what it was going to be the whole time. I just didn't think it would be Yeah, once the, the talisman came out, I yeah. figured it was, this is how I'm going to get you to believe in yourself, boy. Yep. Tell you a story about your grandpappy, and he was just like you until this little thing. Some crazy, scary old lady witch person gave him a magic charm. And, and suddenly he could defeat the whole Union Army. Because, of course, Granddaddy fought for the South. Of course he did. Naturally. Why is that a thing? Every silent movie that uh, deals with the Civil War in some capacity. The good guys of the South. Right? Yeah. The fuck is that? It was a noble thing that... How? I don't, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember the line from Gone with the Wind. Oh. The... 
It's noble to be the rebel, so long as we are the rebels. No, it was something about that I don't remember. Anyway. Is that worth trying to justify? No, it's absolutely not. I think the main but, reason was the, just a lot of sympathy and glorification. Yeah. That culminated with Gone with the Wind as the high watermark of that yeah. sympathy. Yeah. The other case to be made here is that the South only would have won if, for uh, witchcraft. Uh, but even with witchcraft, the South lost, so... But it was a fib. It was all a lie. Yeah, but we're still running out of the impression that it wasn't a lie. Like, because no. the South still lost. I guess they would have won the big battle, or they wouldn't have won the big battle if not for witchcraft, or I don't, whatever. I don't know. It's not important. No. It was just a thing that showed up that kind of soured a rather delightful movie. Yeah. That was good times. It was mm-hmm. very good times. It did get kind of toxically violent though by the end hey just well, a bit but how else do you deal with that that's still one of those weird sticky wicked things that i haven't been able to logic my way through mm-hmm. when you're faced with a situation like that what is the appropriate way to deal with it sometimes you just have to know your enemy and sometimes toxicity is what's going to work best on your enemy well, that's not a good uh, toxicity, but uh, yeah, violence. Doing this well, the use of violence is unfortunately effective in some circumstances. Yeah, and it really does come down to know your enemy, and it's the only thing that will be effective in some circumstances. Yeah, but it should be a last resort, not a first resort. Well, for him, it kind of was a last resort. Well, for him, yeah, yeah. But for the rival, it was a first resort. True. That's how he made it through school. I'm the toughest. He bullied his way through four years of school and then licked the teacher. (laughs) As you do. As you do. (laughs) That's how you know you passed. Teacher licking good. Yep. There's a title for you. (laughs) That's solid. I like it. We'll go with it. But naturally, just like all the quote-unquote tough guys... As soon as someone more tougher than him showed up, and he ran. Yeah. Not after a fight, of course. It'd be proven to him that he was tougher. Yeah. I guess. Which is another part of the issue with conflating strength with power. Something, someone, something has lived their entire existence using violence to get what they want. The only way to convince them is with violence, and... Shit. Yeah. But then in the end, Mildred agreed to marry him after the show of violence. She didn't see the violence. Well, that's true. I'm sure she'd heard about the uh, heroism, him saving the day. We don't even know that. Oh, we're we're just going off of throngs of other girls are surrounding my man. Oh. Well, she was always into him, and she kind of was sad seeing the other girls throw themselves at him. And mm-hmm. then he finally built up his own confidence after throwing away the talisman and said, if you love me, we should get married. And she was like, okay. And then they ran off and tripped on a pig. 
Uh, trip on the pig, stepped on it thinking it was a stone. And then it ran off and, and they fell in the river. Off. But, uh... <laughs> Roll credit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was finding that confidence in himself that brought him to the point where he felt confident to ask her to marry him, which he probably could have done at the beginning of this and saved himself a whole mess of trouble. Yeah, but, but who knows what she would have said. She would have said yes. From probably, because she was pretty much into him yeah, she was the whole time. Yeah, she was into him the whole time. Yeah. For sure. She was just getting distracted by the rival and yes. assness. <laughs> and what an ass. You need a good ass for physical comedy. Apparently. It develops like, over time. Yeah, that's um, true. Not to mention driving a car with no shocks and a hilly terrain off the road. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not sure how he did that without the car falling apart. Hey, they were made better back then. Oh, true, but they still weren't really made for off-roading. They weren't really made for on-roading. Roads weren't as much of a thing. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good point. <laughs> They, they were made to go where they needed to go, which was anywhere. Sure, they rode better on good roads, as anything surface, does, yeah. but if you didn't make your car to survive a certain amount of off-roading, you weren't making a good car. Mm. Good old granny. I loved her getting into the violence. She was all like, yeah, yeah kick his hit, ass. Him. Hit, him. hit him again! Finish him! Did her little happy dance after she he totally kicked his rival's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he had his own cheerleader, and it was Grandma. I'd take that. My grandmas were good cheerleaders. It's true. Who else are they going to root for? I know some people whose grandparents would have rooted for the rival, so... Oh, well. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of wholesomeness when it comes to family dynamics in this <laughs> movie. Yeah. You're right. Everyone's happy in a family unit. That we have no idea about Harold's parents. I don't think that came up at all. I don't think it did. Granny helped him through his, all his childhood illnesses. Mm-hmm. Helped him gain his confidence. Gave him a suit. Yep. Maybe they died of cholera or... Dysentery. Or what was it? Malaria? or The one that missed him. Measles? Mumps. Mumps. It was the mumps that missed him. Yep. Maybe his parents died. Killed his folks, but he never got it. Yeah, that's possible. Now, mumps is a childhood illness. It's true. It's like all the rest of that. You didn't make it to adulthood <laughs> without contracting mumps, usually. You had to have it to live. <clears throat> sure. Like those days, diseases made you tougher if it didn't kill you. Yeah, yeah, that's the theory. So my granny's so tough. That's part of it. Beat all those diseases. <laughs> and the tramp. No, well, it's yeah. not true. Tramp did not come across Grandma's path again. Because he knew better. Yeah. It got sort of weird with the tramp. You'd have thought after killing a guy, he'd have really left, skipped town. He kind of did, but then got chased back, kind of. He got caught up with, they had him holed up in some place, and the whole posse was scared shitless of him, because he'd already killed five more. Right. And, yeah. And then Harold saves the day there, and 
gets by into... not being shit ass scared like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to lead him back into town. And then I got a little confused. He kind of broke free ish, but then still ran back into town. What do you mean? The tramp? Yeah. I might have missed. He didn't get something like far away from him. Like, he kind of broke free a couple of times, mm-hmm. but Harold was able to just keep steering him into town. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got lost in some of the uh, physical comedy there. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look good on Harold winning $1,000. Oh, hell yeah. Life. Yeah. That's a. Uh, I'll pay for a nice honeymoon. Justice system moved a lot swifter back in those days. With angry mobs and whatnot. Like, had its good points and definitely had its bad points. Uh In this case, we know we had the right guy, but uh, sometimes, a lot of times. That's (laughs) true. It was awful convenient. We knew the guy and what he looked like. and Yeah. I guess small town and the tramp had been already driving people nuts during the day. Causing trouble and whatnot. Yeah. So we knew it was him. Yep. It's always the transients. It's never the townsfolk. That's preposterous. I don't know. This film was delightful. This was a lot of fun. I do recommend it. It's free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. It's nothing to do with the uh, more recent movie called Grandma's Boy. Nope. There were no robot legs. No. <laughs> no invisibility. Just paganism. Faux paganism. Since it was all a lie in the end. Yeah, yeah. But it convinced him. Which is apparently all it takes. Paganism and a lie. A lie about paganism. Mm, Yeah. Fancy that. (laughs) Something to ponder. Well, on that note, the ancient god Tralfaz has ordered that you uh, support us on Patreon. Pagans are not rich. They need money. And you have money, so you should (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon. (laughs) That's patreon.com slash crackerclassics, by the way. Yeah, check out our website, crackerclassics.com. Follow us on Twitter, at crackerclassics. And get confident, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.